0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast on this Wednesday morning. 2nd Samuel chapter 17. This chapter we dive into how Hushai saved David from a plan that might actually have worked. And I apologize up front for mispronouncing a lot of these names in the Old Testament. I think a lot of us struggle with reading these names, but um, anyway, let's get right into it. 2 Samuel 17, verse 14 So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Hushai the Archite is better than the advice of Ahithophel. For the Lord had purpose to defeat the good advice of Ahithophel, to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. Hushai saves David. Moreover Ahithophel said to Absalom, Let me choose twelve thousand men, and I will arise and pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he is weary and discouraged, and throw him into a panic, and all the people who are with him will flee. I will strike down only the king and I will bring all the people back to you as a bride comes home to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, and all the people will be at peace. And the advice seemed right in the eyes of Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Call Hushai the archite also, and let us hear what he has to say. And when Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom said to him, Thus has Ahithophel spoken, Shall we do as he says? If not, you speak. Then Hushai said to Absalom, This time the counsel that Ahithophel has given is not good. Hushai said, You know that your father and his men are mighty men, and that they are enraged like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is expert in war. He will not spend the night with the people. Now what's cool about that part is that right away, Hushai is instilling fear in Absalom. Because if you know David's history, you know that God has always made David victorious. So he's already instilling fear in Absalom. Behold, even now he has hidden himself in one of the pits or in some other place. And as soon as some of the people fall, at the first attack, whoever hears it will say, there has been a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. Then even the valiant men, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will utterly melt with fear. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and that those who are with him are valiant men. But my counsel is that all Israel be gathered to you, from Dan to Beersheba, as the sand by the sea, for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we shall come upon him in some place where he is to be found, and we shall light upon him as the dew falls on the ground. And of him and all the men with him not only one will be left. If he withdraws into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we shall drag it into the valley, until not even a pebble is to be found there. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the Archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel, for the Lord has ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord might bring harm upon Absalom. Then Hushai said to Zadok and Abiathar the priest, Thus and so did Ahithophel, counsel Absalom, and the elders of Israel, and thus and so have I counselled. Now therefore, send quickly and tell David, do not stay tonight at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means pass over, lest the king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Ahimaz were waiting at Enrogel. A female servant was to go tell them, and they were to go tell King David, for they were not to be seen entering the city. But a young man saw them and told Absalom. So both of them went away quickly and came to the house of a man at Bahurim, who had a well in his courtyard. And they went down into it. And the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth and scattered grain on and nothing was known of it. When Absalom's servant came to the woman at the house, they said, Where is Ahimaaz and Jonathan? And the woman said to them, They have gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had gone, the men came up out of the well and went and told King David. They said to King David, Arise! And go quickly over the water, for thus and so has Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David arose, and all the people who were with him, and they crossed the Jordan. By daybreak not one was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey and went off home to his own city. He set his house in order and hanged himself, and he died. Buried in the tomb of his father. Now that's interesting because I think at this point Ahithophel knew that David was coming and David was going to get justice. So I think Ahithophel kind of saved himself the, the agony of dealing with David. Let's continue. Then David came to Manahim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel. Now Absalom had set Amasa over the army instead of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra, the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zariah, Joab's mother and Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanam, Shobi the son of Nahash from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and Makur the son of Amiel from Lodabar, and Barzillai the Gileadite from Rogalam, brought beds, basins, and earthen vessels, wheat, barley, flour, parched grain, beans and lentils, honey and curds, and sheep and cheese from the herd. For David and the people with him to eat, for they said, The people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. Let's go back to verse 14. when Absalom pretty much wrote off the advice from Ahithophel. Ed Ray says in his commentary, The advice Ahithophel gave Absalom for how to defeat his father was good, meaning it probably would have succeeded. But God did not want Absalom to succeed. David was the Lord's anointed, and he was protecting him. So Absalom asked for more advice from Hushai, and he and his men preferred Hushai's advice over Ahithophel's. Hushai's counsel contradicted Ahithophel's by appealing to the huge ego of Absalom, the rebel king. First, Ahithophel advised taking 12,000 men and going at once to kill David. But Hushai advised they wait and gather a much larger, more impressive army. Second, Ahithophel counseled that Absalom should remain behind and be safe. But Hoshai advised Absalom to lead the massive army into battle, which appealed to his desire to be seen. So safety in numbers and ego convinced the rebel king to reject the better counsel of Ahithophel. See, I think that's great how Hushai saw right through Absalom's personality. He's like, "No, we're not he we're not going to keep him back and be safe. This is a man who's very prideful in himself. He's very he's very egotistical. He has he wants to be seen, he wants to be a celebrity. Now that he has taken over Jerusalem and and taken over the throne there, uh, Sorry, Hushai's counsel contradicted Ahithophel's. Um, When we see God's discipline in this for the good of both the rebel king and the rebel counselor, God is still present for us in the midst of chastity Chastening and discipline because God isn't out to destroy us, but to correct us and turn us back to himself through repentance. God allows problems and struggles to invade our lives so that we will not stray from his path for us. He isn't angry with us, but disciplines us so we can grow to be spiritually mature. Neither of these two rebels submitted to the correction of the Lord and both died as a result. God wants so much better than that for all of us. William Penn, in the year 1644, where he lived from 1644 to 1718, said it this way, the sturdiest tree is not found in the shelter of the forest, but high upon some some rocky crag, where its daily battle with the elements shapes it into a thing of beauty. No pain, no palm, no thorns, nor throne, no gall, no glory, no cross, no crown. Lord help us today to submit our lives to your correction. In Jesus' name, amen.